What's happening, guys? Um, welcome back to the, obviously the What's Happening podcast. Um, my name's Jordan, and today I'm joined by Ross, who spent three years um, of his life, unfortunately, um, with me in the same course at Queen's University. And today, we're basically just going to talk about, what's the word, peculiar characters um, that we witnessed over our three years there. Obviously, um, there are going to be many, many, many peculiar characters that everyone um, sort of comes across in university. Probably a lot of them are quite similar, um, so we just want to talk and sort of discuss a few. Um, they're not all bad characters, you know, some of them are funny, some of them are just, you know, playing out there, um, but there's no denying that they all added to the university experience. So, I think maybe a good place to start would be, Ross, if we ask, or if I ask you, should I say, to first list off just whatever comes to your head, the first character that you experienced at Queen's that comes into your head straight away. Well... I always think back to like maybe my first proper week or so of Queens, and I go, I just think, remember the day in the politics section, and it was it clashed with the the first day you were meant to go in and have like a wee meeting with your course and meet the oh yes like the, the um, housewarming yeah, kind yeah. of thing. By the way, just so as other people are clear in this, this is how like absurd some of the things that happen at uni are. Our first day at university, we were meant to go to a like talk for our degree basically and this talk for our degree which was like introducing you to everyone in your course introducing you to loads of the lectures like the key sort of figures and stuff overlapped one of our like first lectures of that course um and it sort of was just sort of a granted though know, a warning sign for what was to come with organization but sorry go ahead Ruth. if we look back now would have been we probably should have went to the wine taster the we meeting over the lecture because the lecture the the module was complete piss. Oh yeah, 100%. you go in it, and I didn't do politics at level, but I still got my very first module of Queens. I got like sixty nine, yeah. and, and, and it was one essay that was sixty two, and that's because I fucking didn't reference right. And if I referenced it better, oh, then fuck referencing Jesus. Like I think that is a key thing to notice when you go into uni in first year. You think you've attend attend all the lectures or all the lectures, sorry, and go to all the tutorials and do all this. And you really don't, like... No, you don't. Loads of them are so completely useless and just a complete frivolous waste of time. Like, I remember we had a module. You'll remember this one quite well. In first year. And it was one of those modules where there was, like, nine or ten different lectures. Yeah. And every lecture talked about a different thing. And nobody really gave a fuck in first year about anything. Like, the lectures just didn't care. Like, it was only worth 10%. Most people just arsed about, and you you got that opinion from the lectures. But we had one of the most embarrassing things was there was you remember the lecture in first year from that module, and she tried to like invoke people to talk. Yeah, she did. Like, right, we're gonna ask a question to person one at the left hand side of the room, another person in the middle, and another person at the right. Yeah, that was a little shit. Cause you see, <laughs> if your lecture, one of the lectures thought was quite early on a Monday. It was like ten oh, o'clock yeah. in the morning, eleven o'clock in the morning, and you're sitting there on. You don't fucking want to be there. You're sitting there. Can't believe to get up to go to this shite. And here you go, right at the front. Right, okay, everyone, we're going to talk about bicameral governments or the chambers. And you have no of idea what they're talking about. Chambers and of Westminster. No one gives a fuck. No, no one gives a shit. And the thing that made it worse was you think in class and, like, you know, upper North Sixth and school in general, people got nervous asking questions. There was this lecture, like, picking out, like, people in the hall being like, 
you answer this question. What's the answer to this? If you oh, and they're like, oh, if you don't know the answer, it's okay. Don't worry if you don't know the answer. Like, it's fine. But it's um, kind of not okay if you don't know it because you're just a little black not mark oh yeah. beside your name. Oh yeah, everyone's gonna yeah. know that you're. Oh well, I don't know that, and you're but then self conscious about everything. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I hated that with a passion, and but there was the one guy. Do you remember this guy? Ho- holy fuck! Like in first year uni, like he was one of those people that thought he knew everything <laughs> and had yeah. to answer every single question and i mean you'd be sitting in a lecture hall and every university has them right and you're sitting in a lecture hall 180 people right and the lecturer would ask a question and every single question this dick put his hand up now it wasn't like how can i even explain this it wasn't like like it could have been the most simple question like you could have turned around and said what's four times four right and he would have literally been like, oh, pick me, pick me, pick me. It's eight, it's eight, With it's eight. With the arm up for well, support. four times four is actually 16. Fuck God. Um, pick me. You can see I don't well uni, but um, yeah. And like, it actually got to the point. Do you remember when the lecturers used to like ignore him? Oh, he stopped? He but stopped could, yeah. after about... Because who was it? Was that lecture? Three or four weeks. One of the lecturers actually told him to basically shut, right, like, shut basically, up and yeah. everyone else speak. And, and he had him later on. I'm pretty sure he had him for his tutorial. So he was stuck with... The lecture and a tutorial for a different module later on, and see if I were if I were taking tutorials and I was stuck with that shit, I don't know what the fuck I'd do because you never get a word in. Uh, there was a talk on the very first week. I think you were away. I don't know where the hell were you in the first week. Oh yeah, like the very um, like the freshers' week. For the first week of uni for freshers' week, uh, being the model student that I was, I completely forgot it was even on. It was only when I went down on like the Thursday to get my like student card that I actually realized. Wait. I meant to have been doing stuff this week, so I didn't actually show up till the second week of uni. Have a funny uh, story about registering. Not because it was, soon. you know, hard or anything. I was literally just didn't have a clue what was going on. Like, but it was meant. It was a talk from these lectures that pop up at the start and go, "We'll be your point of contact" and all that, and you never see them again throughout the rest of your degree. And the over ambitious geezer who would always hit the front. He actually tried to correct the lecture on how they would approach an essay. And they hadn't even started. Like, they hadn't officially started their first week. It was the freshers' week, and he was already trying to, like, assert his, his own stamp this, on how to do essays. This is the thing that I realized, right? And if you haven't been to uni, you'll notice it. Just look out for it, right? And if you have been, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But people, because they get into uni... And they think, oh, I'm in a Russell Group uni, I've done well on my A-levels. They automatically think, and especially if you do a social science, particularly if it's like politics related or something, they automatically think they're going to change the world. They think they're the next Che Guevara or the next Margaret Thatcher or the next Thomas Sankara, Arlene Foster, whatever. They think they are somebody just because they've got into uni and they think they know everything and they've read a book about how certain individuals found themselves at uni and you know how ed Miliband, you know went to oxford and done this and done that and that's how he rose up in the labor party and they think they're just going to walk in and do the exact same thing and they're very quickly put in their place they walk in and they think they're king dick and what they don't realize is that everyone else that's there that's on that course has got their own merit as well everyone else thinks of the next che Guevara. everyone else thinks of the next margaret thatcher do you know what i mean it's not just yep. them and you see these people, you know, they rise up and they talk a lot of shit in first year. But as the years go on, they dwindle and they dwindle and they dwindle and they realize that, okay, maybe I'm not going to be the next Margaret Thatcher or maybe I'm just going to end up working in PwC. 
and you know it's that hint of reality that once they get it they just basically fuck up and you never heard from that guy after second you're like do you know what i oh, mean no, he was he silent um but i'm trying to think one of the funniest guys we had was a, a lecturer we had now this guy was tiny like maybe five foot six and bald right and we had this lecture and he took us for a module in first year that was like it was just the, one of those modules you didn't know what was going on right yeah and I know the one. we actually found like he was so like he'd walk into the class and he'd play all this mad like ancient like music ambient yeah. kind of like, like white noise shit you know the going type on? of noises you'd have on like the halo loading screen like or something like that or the halo music you know you've seen that meme where it's like Oh, you're scared to moan. I'm in my girl's ear, like, and it's got the Halo music blurring in the background as a piss take. This guy literally, like, no joke, had the fucking Halo music going in the classroom. And you walked in and you thought you were being, like, teleported to Valhalla or something. They had, like, on the whiteboard, there was, like, mountainous terrain and all this fucking. Oh, yeah, it was all mad shit, like. Weird. You almost think he, he kind of put himself across as some kind of, I don't know, like, philosophical monk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, he came across, like, he thought, I think he thought he was, like, Buddha or something. And what we actually, like, one day he came in. And do you remember he we went in the yeah. rant? So, Blade Runner 2049, it just came out in the cinema, right? And we walked into the classroom, sat down, nobody said a word, first year, nobody was talking anything. And he must have spent 20 minutes of the lecture talking absolute drivel about how he hated Blade Runner 2049 and how it was a piece of shit and how this was should have been like this and this should have been like that and all sorts of bollocks. And you were just like, I'm paying five grand a year to come here. I'm wasting my own good time and money to come here and all you're doing is having a rant about Blade Runner. And that shit, like, you're like, what is wrong with you? And then do you remember the time he also, there was one lecture we had with him and he was really, he really was down. Sick. Yeah, he was almost like right? depressed. Honestly, it was in one of those positions where, like, you thought, like, he was on, you know, he was on the, like, he was literally on the way out. Like, that's how depressed he seemed. And he used to make us do at the end of every lecture, write, like, an evaluation note and stick it in a box, yep. completely anonymous. Yep. That would be like, oh, how did you think of the lecture? What could be improved? All this. So everybody just wrote in the box, are you okay and all? And he spent 30 minutes of the next class being like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry. You know, people always go through all sorts of things in life. You know, it's nice that you care and all this sort of stuff. And you were just like, what is going on here? Like, it was so, so strange. And then what made it even worse was he was just so obnoxious. Like, you asked him any yeah. question and he just said, check the module guide. Check the yeah, module there was guide. A, there it was, was like an a essay parrot. Check the module guide. Check the module guide. Check the module guide. Towards the end of the module, there was an essay that I had to do and I. I emailed him and asked him a question about it, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah check the module guide. Check, check module guide. Yeah, don't email me. Read the module guide. Our money goes towards your salary, and you're refusing to I answer hope. our questions. Some of them were just, and that module as well. It was, it was an eye opener into our degree. The fact you you were dropped into the deep end. The cut some of the content. Oh yeah, it was." Then again, you got like part of it, one of the essay questions that you could do, I didn't do it. I don't know whether you did or not, but it was about if someone doesn't have the same memories, are they still the same person? Oh yeah, I did do that. And that was like 2,000 words. And then also in that module, there was if a painting is destroyed, 
is it still an artwork? Or are all copies of the painting also the artwork? There's a very uh there's a very interesting um philosophical take. I like that and I'm gonna go off on a tangent here, but I just want to explain this because I find it very interesting. So the idea behind that was that what is like the, what he made clear was it's not what is art, it's what constitutes the artwork itself, right? So for example, one of the examples we got was a book, right? So let's say you take the Lord of the Rings novel, right? And just to make clear, it is one book. It was split in three books for people who couldn't read or was intimidated by the massive page length. It was originally just one book before anyone corrects me. But anyway, um, basically, it was like, if you look at that book, he would ask you, what is the artwork? And the argument would be, well, obviously, you would say the book itself is the artwork, right? But he would then counter that and be like, okay, well, the book is the artwork. And then he'd be like, but is it the whole artwork? And you would say, well, yes, it's all included in that book. But then he would come back and be like, well, if I destroyed that book, would I have destroyed the artwork? And of course, the answer would be, no, there are loads of copies of the book. And then he would be like, so it can't be the whole artwork. And then he would say, well, what is the whole artwork? And you were just sitting there with your brains lying on the lecture table at nine in the morning on a fucking Thursday afternoon and this guy's barking this down your ear with this halo music going on in the background do you know what I mean like it was just it was wild like but then what like was also I found really really funny was in first year we had a module at four to six on a Monday yeah I was gonna go on this one next four to six on a Monday afternoon right and basically it was so stupid because the content, right, was, let's say, on, I don't know, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a philosophy module, right, but let's just say it was. And the way it would have worked would have been, you'd have went in four to six, uh, you went in four to six, and basically the content for the module would have been something along the lines of, let's say you were talking about Aristotle, right? But then, and that's all the module was, was Aristotle, right? Was 4 to 6 not the economics one? Yeah, sorry, it was. He, what am I talking about? Yeah, sorry, economics, yeah. So, what am I, yeah, sorry, just ignore me. Yeah, you were right, it's economics. It yeah. was 4 to 6. And the content of the module would have been, like, graphs and diagrams and essay-style questions, right? It was no different. Honestly, I went in and It was I like business studies A-level. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't... Like, I picked PPE, and I hadn't done any of the subjects at A-level. I did history, geography, and business studies, and then English at AS. And I went in, and that economics module was basically GCSE business studies. And I, But that, that I was wasn't sitting, the problem. I was at home, but the problem was that the lecture was absolutely fucking shite. That was one problem, but my what I found funniest about that module was that the exam was... You were given a book home, right? And you had to yeah. write a chapter review of this book. It was nothing... On the lecture, so people realised this and people didn't go, right? And I remember I went one week, uh, one Thursday, random Thursday. I was like, I'll go just to see what it was like. The class was like 160 people. There were I, four people there. I was going to get get our audience to guess. and have like, and, Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, but... A single figure number. There's four people in the room and it was... One of them was one of our friends, one of our good friends, who was paying £9,000 to be there. And... There was only four people in the room, and we're we're paying a fraction of that, and we're annoyed. 
And what, what made that even funnier, I thought, was the fact that he prepared the lecture as if there was going to be 180 people there. And he taught from the front of the class. Instead of getting us into a small book, he just taught from the front of the class as if it was a full lecture yeah. hall. And would sit there and, like, you know, look in all the corners of the room and talk to all the corners of the room as if it was full. And it was just so, so, so weird. Like, I never went back after that. You didn't need to because it was completely pointless and it was just so absurd and strange. Like, I don't know, do you think you've had a worse or a weirder experience lecture-wise? If I think through... First year, yeah, first year that was definitely the weirdest of first year. Second year, well, I came back in second year. Oh, yeah, we had him again. Return. We had him again. The Empire Strikes and the, Back. the module in second year was, that the content of that one was like, <laughs> we're, it was, a lot of it was all very statistical, but the way it was the taught, funniest it thing. was just like all, ba- the, as you'd normally do in the, doing algebra would be like a plus bx or it's mx plus c isn't it yeah if you've done maths like and then the way it was taught to economic students it was like beta plus alpha. all the way he thought it was ridiculous like, like it was just a straight no line the, like the equation of a line he had to completely change the other way around but what made that module like what epitomized that module was one day we were sitting in class and it was it was a statistics module and we were talking about um basically you know looking at info to try and like basically the module was about interpreting information to get or interpreting data to get information right and he put up on the board you know the way you go on google right and when you go on google it says if you type in a place it'll give you when it's busy and when it's not and it'll give Mm -hmm, you like different bars and stuff for like 12 o'clock low one the bars high for busy whatever and he put four of these up on the board and it was basically like a test. He was like, okay, let's see how many of these you actually know based on what you've learned over the last eight weeks. So we put four up on the board, right? Now, this could be anywhere, right? Anywhere at all. So, and say, now I would localize it to Belfast. Yeah. But anywhere we, in Belfast, and you'd guess. Yeah. But we where. obviously thought it would be, oh, well, maybe that's a hotel, that's a library, that's a shop. But that wasn't the case. Like, what was it? It was, like, so specific. It like was, This one was at... 9 p.m. on a Thursday at Liz- Tesco's Lisburn Road. Yeah, like how are we meant to guess that? And then it had to be Lisburn Road. Yeah, Tesco's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't yeah. have been. And then the very it next have been one. Side or he went. Obviously, <laughs> <or laughs> he went. Workgate or anywhere like that. No, it was just Lisburn Road. Lisburn Road. And then the very next one beside it, he goes. Anyone any ideas what this is? And it was the other one was 9 a.m. Tesco's. The next one was 1 a- 1 p.m. Tesco's Lisburn Road, the exact same place, and everybody burst out laughing. And I think he even realized himself because he just sort of smirked and walked off. And you were just like, "What? Like, are you even do-? like? Do you know what I mean? You just sort of thought like, "What?" There was one you week. You just don't have a clue what you're doing. Like, it was just so. It was one week in the same module, and I grew up on it, and I loved it. But I don't know what the hell had any relevance to economics. He put on this video of Kermit and Sesame Street. Oh yeah, I remember that. Like quantifying like, education standards in America. And he put on this video of Kermit and this wee girl saying the alphabet. And we're sitting there and we're like, well, you know, I was watching this when I was four, three or four, and here I am now paying so much 
do the same thing. And I'm, how old was I then? 19, 20. And this is an academic showing me Kermit. Oh, yeah. There were some things, like, you just, lectures done, and you just wondered what was actually going through the head. It's like two of the funniest ones we had where they literally gave you no information. Like, they had an awful habit of basically repeating what you said to them. One of the funniest ones was basically we were trying to figure out we got like an attendance mark in one module and we were trying to figure out like we done a presentation which was included attendance and then contribution in class was yeah. included and it was 10% and we were trying to figure out what the breakdown of percentages was for each of those different things. So one of the guys in our class emails the lecturer and goes, hi, mm-hmm. what percentage breakdown is this? In the mod, like what, like out of the 10%, how much of that 10% is made up from the presentation from attendance and from contribution? And his reply. So his reply was everything will be taken into account. That's literally all he said. He was like, Hi, James. Yes. As if James had, uh, had asked him a yes or no question, which he hadn't. But the thing goes, is, it wasn't James. The name the na- was yeah. wrong. The and name he, was wrong, yeah, obviously. He just um, to someone else's Yes, that's James. right. It was a di- Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a different name. It wasn't even his name. And he stuck that name in the email. And he was like, hi, James, which wasn't even the guy's name. And goes, I forgot about that, actually. And goes... Uh, and he called him James and two Yeah, girls, yeah he did. And it wasn't even his name. And he goes, uh, uh, yes, hi, James. Yes, everything will be taken into account. And it's like, uh, yeah, we know that. That's what we, We're fucking asking what percentage of that is taken into it. Everything Obviously, will be taken into account. As if we aren't, and he just he can't even reply to that. And then the other one was at the end of second year, we were picking a module, right? And basically, the module was called, um, or the end of first year. Sorry, we were picking our second year modules, and we had a wee mm-hmm. talk about them. Yeah. And we were asking, um, you know, what is this module made out of? Like, and the module was called was it security and security and terrorism. security and terrorism was the name of the yeah. module, right? And the guy taking the talk was a lecturer, and he was a lovely guy. My dad, yeah. He was my... Top man. He was my supervisor in my placement in third year, and he gave me... I don't know whether it was meant to happen or not, but he helped me no end. He gave me all these statistics yeah. for my essay, and I was He was fantastic. a lovely, lovely guy, like, but, but he didn't know anything about security no, and terrorism. He was, he was like the almost the point of contact for PPE... But he knew nothing yeah. about PPE. And like in general, well, he, he was very, very accomplished in his field and his like statistical. We'd just been like field. thrown in the deep end to help but us out, and he was like, he was I talking no about these modules it. that he had no idea what the hell was going on, and he was just standing there, and he he was from I don't know whether it was he American or Canadian, I don't know, I don't but know. he had like that accent, and he was going on. The, we're talking yes, about yes, security yes. and terrorism. Yes, security and terrorism. It really focuses on you know. Security and terrorist theories. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> the aspects of security and terrorism in uh, theoretical fields. And we were like, yes. Uh, and what else? I mean, of course. What do you mean, what else? What else no, did but say? What else are we say? What else are we doing in the module? It's just like, well, we're doing security and oh, terrorism. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. what the hell else are yeah. we doing oh, in yeah, the module? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, we know. That says that in the name. It's like, oh, what's PPE? Oh, well, you know, it's a bit of politics, philosophy, it's like, it's uh, the, economical it's the theories. interchange of politics and philosophy and and of course economics yeah and you're like well yeah i know that but what is actually each individual section made up of and you were just like what it, honestly it just made you think sometimes and then you had like um like you had some lecturers who would not speak a word to you like completely distance themselves from you and everyone else and just wouldn't talk a word to you and then we had this one lecture in second year and the funny thing was 
the guy that took us for the first half of that lecture or of that module was like wouldn't speak to you was really dour and like nice guy but just you know really dour and quiet and then the next guy just talked so much and he was lovely and he was so nice but i remember like i used to drive into uni for the 9 a.m and eat 9 a.m on a friday and i had to leave the house at half seven because of the traffic if i left any later i wouldn't make it but leaving at half seven meant i missed the traffic and i was basically in by about eight so i was sitting in the lecture hall at quarter past eight and he always strolled in around half eight and he just sat there and talked and talked and talked and talked and talked to me non-stop and i was just sitting there dying like could barely open my eyes didn't know what day it was couldn't even properly work my fingers i was that tired like and he's just going off and off and it's off, like and there's just a, complete TV static in my ear. <laughs> there's a threshold. You can't be too friendly. No. It's like whenever I always have this kind of weird thing where I don't like going. I don't like over friendly hairdressers. Like my hairdressers, I go to, I have like yeah. a connection with because I've been there enough, and it's fine now. But you see, if I'm going somewhere for the first time and they ask you all these like personal questions, there was one time I was in a hairdressers in Belfast, and it was my first time in there, and they were like they were they were cutting my hair and then they started cutting my face, like beard trimming and all that, and they're like, "So where are you from?" I say, "Oh, from Lurgan." Oh yes, Lurgan. Do you have a girlfriend? And I'm like. No, I don't. And then they go, well, why? And I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't really want one of them in it. And they're like, well, do you, do you not like them? Do you like girls? Yeah. Like they're asking, like, they're basically asking, am I, am I gay? And when I'm getting my hair cut and I'm just like, this is mental. I'm here to get my hair yeah. cut and you're asking me whether... Like you're in a interrogation. I al- <laughs> why I don't have a girlfriend when I'm getting my hair cut. It's like... <laughs> I always find like... um the fuck i find her dressers a very absurd experience like the problem with her dressers is they're there to do a job they're there to cut your hair and what the problem is is that it's a small talk business like yeah it's like if you're a waiter or something or whatever you come in you enter you sit the customer down you maybe have a few lines of small talk exchanged and there's always like a, a set list yeah it's like you know when but hairdressers are completely different because they're sitting cutting your hair for 10, 15 minutes and no one has that amount of small talk stored yeah. in them, literally nobody. And then the tank just runs in empty and the worst one is like... Well, wonderful weather we're having. Yeah, yeah, oh, fuck. Or like... We didn't get the rain, they promised us. You'll sit for two minutes in silence. And then I would rather have silence. Like, it's like that scene in Pulp Fiction where they say, silence isn't bad as long as the person you're with also likes the silence. Like yeah, but nobody likes the silence. Mutual silence like is fine, nobody. but it's whenever it's awkward, it's just, it's just painful. Nobody likes silence. I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind silence as long as it's just both of you can't be arse talking. You want to get it done quick, but well, you don't want your haircut shit, and it's over and done with. No stupid crap. But that little, there's always a list. They always talk about, oh well, terrible I, weather I we're having, mate. And then they'll be like. Fuck me, mate. You haven't had your hair cut in so long, mate. It's fucking oh, wait, shot wait, wait, and how long wait, wait, I, I get my hair cut has been... And then, oh, it's, it's been February. so long for me. And then they'll be February. like... Uh, February. What else will they say? Um, I remember, mate. I was getting my hair cut once. And this guy, one of the barbers, never cut my hair before. Literally turned around to me and he goes, Oh, mate. See, Tinder. Like, Tinder is so good, mate. See, especially around, like, universities, mate. There's so many young girls and all. It's great. And he was probably about... 
No, he wasn't that old. He mm. was only like 21. But even still, I'm like, about... I do not know you. Why would you ever... Do you know what I mean? What gets it into your head to talk about that stuff? It's just... It, oh, it's so like... And I know they're only trying to be friendly and nice, but it is funny. Like, it doesn't bother me that much. I just find it quite funny. But like, barbers are kind of strange like that. Um, In the sense that, you know, it's sort of... The relationship is a small talk relationship. But the length of time you have to spend with them, you know, exhausts yeah. the small talk available. It's funny because like you're you're talking. There's only so much you shite there, you can talk. You'd like, be talking to them about about Tinder, and that's like the kind of thing you do. Like you talk about with with the lads, but you wouldn't go around no. talking to your parents or anything about that. No, no, no. But you could see the same barber on the street and just completely ignore him. Yeah, and there you are talking with him in the room in the barbers about. Literally, Stuff you yeah. wouldn't tell your yeah, people yeah. you've known same, your whole life. It's the same sort of a work colleagues. Like you talk anything to work colleagues about anything. Like I remember I started a job first day, didn't even know who this person was, and she just start like just started talking to me about how their best mate, like their best mate's partner, was just an arsehole and this and that, and that they should break up with the partner and all this sort of shit. And I I only met this person like fifteen minutes, and I. But it just that's different because like, it's not a small talk job or relationship because you're with them for a good period of time, mm-hmm. where you can actually learn and talk more normal stuff than just absolute bollocks. Like, but it's sort of the same. That is the idea, that, you know, with lectures. Like, I don't want to talk. Like, say, all right, uh, how are you? A few words exchanged, and that's about it. But like, you don't really. I'm trying to think. Um, what other small like small talk situations? Oh, the worst small talk situation. It's whenever to go back group projects. To go back to Queens that we've kind of diverged. I know from. talked absolute but, bollocks. We're talking about not talking bollocks, and that's literally what we've just done. But it's whenever you're in a room. On I remember one of my modules. I don't think we weren't in the same tutorial, and the first the first day of it. This was in first year, and you know the same old shit. You get okay, right, everyone. Your name and something interesting about you. These icebreaker games. Oh, what a load of shit. And of course, I always go on. I'd always say, all right, my name's Ross. I'm 21 now, but then I was 18. The glory days. And I do impressions. And they'd go, oh, yeah. Give us one. And it's probably my own fault for saying that I do them. Oh, yeah, definitely. But you should have just you're just said fuck all. You're put, you have to think of something on the spot. And it was not long after I have, like, that was a big thing for me then. Now they've just kind of been stored in a little, like, mental room and locked. Threw away the key. But, like, <laughs> except for whatever I'm drinking, then, you know, what, oh, yeah, you'll know that when they come out. You always see the same dungeon reopens. The gingerbread man comes out when I've been drinking. But. Go on, give us a always go on. They always go on about. Tell us something interesting about you. Well, it's the same way people. It was, like, and I work at. I know this is a bit. You'll you'll probably relate this, but they always say, "Oh yeah, I worked in." I was a waiter. Yeah, I worked in Tesco's. Or, or I worked in. But what else he meant to say? Just, like those icebreaker but games that's not are just the problem. Sort of that's bollocks. not the problem. The answer isn't the problem. They're putting a the spot on the thing. Right. Well, they just everyone just deletes the interesting. They just oh yeah. Go, oh yeah. Right. Let's think so. It's like though, if you do give, like it's like. If you actually give something interesting about yourself, you're automatically seen to be like a narcissistic bell. Yeah, like it's like, 
nobody would ever stand up and be like, oh yeah, my name's Michael and I have my gold jig of aid and I was the youngest person yeah. ever to climb Mount Everest without supplementary oxygen and I bullshot at an eagle with a crossbow from 100 yards. Like, nobody's ever going to say that. He's just going to be like, oh yeah, my name's Michael and uh, I worked in a spar. Because yeah. like, if he says anything else, it's like, you're an obnoxious prick. And like, it's the same idea, like group projects. Nobody ever wants to take control of a group project. And I, talking about group projects, the funniest thing I've ever witnessed was the guy in our class had a group project and one of the people he had in the group project mm-hmm. was like, I think Chinese. Um, He was either Chinese or um, Malaysian, one of the two. I can't remember. Not I never saw who this person was. It was just from what he told I me. I think he was Chinese. Chinese. And what happened with the group project was everybody obviously had to do their bit. And obviously, you know, I'm not one to talk about learning languages or anything like i only speak english and anyone who can even speak another language you know like for like a lot of credit because i wouldn't have a clue but this chinese guy obviously he spoke english fine which is impressive enough but obviously he struggled with writing it which is because it's obviously more difficult and for this project joe had done all the work basically and all this guy had to do was the intro and this guy had obviously written the intro in mandarin or cantonese or whatever it was and then stuck it through google, google translate yeah. and it came out obviously because google translate's not perfect and it came out so oh it was horrendous it was one of the worst things and it was just so funny at the time because of what it actually read and you're like there's no way you can include that in the thing so joe had to change the whole thing and what made it even funnier was you couldn't necessarily get cross at the guy because like you know, it's probably it's probably not really like he's probably like I think you're able to write your essays in Chinese. I think that's a thing that it's fine to do, but obviously for this project because it had to be presented, it had to be in English. So like you couldn't even shout at him, so you couldn't even vent your fury anywhere, and it was just so funny. Like this like page and a half document, like a thousand words, and it was all just you know put through Google Translate. Like instead of saying something like uh, the basic income effect affects everyone except children instead of saying that it was like income effect children does everyone and you were just like what the fuck is this like it was oh it was just so funny like but that's the thing as well with i hated do you remember when you said to get in the wee groups and seminars and discuss topics and stuff and you're always with people you didn't know and you sat there and you're like okay guys uh so what are we going to do and then everybody would just sit like, people think these are circles where intellectual discussion is done mm-hmm. and all. It's just a bunch of awkward teenagers, young adults, sitting there, staring at each other, being like, holy shit, please kill me. Like, that's literally all it people is. people that I have spoken to in situations like that and never, ever seen before or after is mind-boggling at university. You're thrusted into those positions where you're in a tutorial and they're actually sometimes on badness separate people who they know are friends with each other like like school when they didn't let you sit beside your mates yeah it's like they put you into groups and you're talking oftentimes you sometimes you actually you may not have done certain readings and everyone else hasn't done readings and you're sitting there and i tell you what though it got to a point when there are certain modules at the end you have you can have three modules like how mad was the end of Christmas in 
No, third you don't have year, time to do reading. You done readings for like a week, and then in third year, like we 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 had in third year. Well, I had the placement as a module in third year, and then we both did this philosophy module. I'm had an essay for that, and then we had another politics module and an essay for that, and a PowerPoint for that. But instead of the placement, you had that exam, that oh, economics yeah, yeah. test, and you had all of that. We had all of that for one week, and the the politics and philosophy modules are still expecting you to do readings for that one week's tutorial on top of that and it was it's impossible. actually it was a, a especially with philosophy readings like the philosophy readings blow your mind at the best times it's like reading one page takes like four hours half the time because you've no idea what this geezer is talking about like it's just absolute i don't even know like just words written on a page you know it's not like reading a novel it, like reading 20 pages takes about three hours yeah, there was sure there was one. Remember our first philosophy module in second year, and we had to do those questions. We had oh, to, we had yeah. to do the questions yeah, yeah. in the tutorial, and it was that tutorial where it was marked really strict, so you could show up and not say anything and get zero. So, like for normally modules, the way it works is you go to tutorials, and the tutorial mark your attendance is ten percent of the module. So this philosophy module was ten percent, and. To get the 10%, well, you wouldn't get the 10%. You'd get about, best case scenario, about 7 Yeah, if you're lucky. Because if you go, if you show up every week in this module, you have to show up and say one good thing. And, like, the, it was down to the lecture. Whoever took the tutorial was her lecture. What he determined was good may have been different to what someone else said was good. And you'd go in and you'd say one thing. You don't know whether it's good or not. And you'd get 5. If you go... Sit there in person for an hour and speak once. You get five out of ten for that week. You have to say, I think it was was it like three things yeah, and sometimes, to get like a seven. Sometimes it's stick readings up that were like 50 pages long. And what I always found so like awkward in modules was that we had a module in third year nobody ever done the readings for. And what would happen is you'd go in and the lecture would be, okay, who has... Sorry for the yawn. Uh, would be like, who, or ask a question on the reading, right? And everyone in the class would just sit there in silence, not no eye contact made whatsoever. I would just sit twiddling their thumbs as if they're five years old, being told off for breaking the neighbor's window with football. Nobody would say a word, and the lecture would just stand there. And what made it so awkward was loads of lectures would just stand there until somebody spoke. Like, they just wouldn't get the hint. They'd just stand there and wait until somebody yeah. said something. But then we had that lecture in third year, and the lecturer actually was like, got real, like, snappy and all, and was like, right, well, if you're not going to go do the readings, there's no point in me being here. Why would I even bother being here if you aren't going to do the readings? It's a waste of my time. And you're kind of like, well, yeah, but you're meant to be teaching us the content. We don't have time to sit and read 60 pages of your readings the, the, a week. The module guides in Queens are a complete disgrace. The way they go, how many hours a week work are you meant to do for Queens? You have, it's something Hold like, Hold on, I'll find it here. Three hours of tutorial, or three hours of lectures, three hours of tutorials, and then something silly like, Oh, it was ridiculous. Like, I'll get it, I'll get it up here. Uh, let me, let me have a look. Because it, it was like, It was basically each module, yeah. A week? Each module guide gave you like a basic view of, how many hours you should be spending on that module each week and in like, the module guide. This is the same 
you could be having like your, your dissertation split across the year, like one credit before Christmas and one after, and you'd have to do that. Or you could be like, I don't want to moan again about my about all my workload and all that, but like if I was in placement before Christmas, I would be in like from quarter to nine, probably eight forty five to four on a Monday, and then eight forty five to one on a Thursday, and then I have because I I'd still be traveling on the train because I didn't live up at Queens at any point. Travel from Lurgan okay. to Queens every uh, day. But yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so much time. Like it's all of that, and then when you're expected to get home, in your spare time. You do the readings for the tutorials, and also in some cases you're expected to do the readings before lectures, so that you know what you're what the lecturers are talking about before they even do it to make their job easier. Even though we're actually paying them to teach us. Oh yeah, it's like half the time you're paying for a PowerPoint. Um, or are we here? Um, uh, right here's a module guide for a module last year, and it says here that this is one module. Everyone, by the way, so. If I can find it here. What this is, times it by kind three. Fucking about here. For um, your entire workload. Where are we? Um, why am I struggling so much to find this? Um, da, 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 required readings. Why am I? Hold on, we might struggle here. Because um, these module guides, they change. So we're trying to, but most of them will tell you in the module guide how many hours you're expected to like basically work on that particular module. Oh, and, and by the way, as as you and many others will have had, you you could be going home and you'll have part-time jobs as well. Oh, yeah. Definitely, 100%. And a lot of people just don't seem to comprehend. Um, well, it was worth 20 credits. Hold on, that's not telling me either. Which is really not good. Um, but basically, um, we'll come back to it, but basically whenever we were like talking about this and looking at this it was something like i can't even remember it was like a hundred and basically the amount of hours if you even if you slept yeah, if you only slept almost, four hours it was like the point where sleeping and that's it like I, you would spend so long in the library but like do you remember um who was it what did you call the guy we had a module in third year and it was gender studies and Remember the guy was giving a presentation? And basically what he was trying to say was like on women in conflict. And basically what this guy was trying to say in the presentation was that women are badly affected in conflict, but they're not the only ones affected. And the lecture was like snapped and was mm. like, yeah. oh, but women are the worst affected in conflict. Women are this, women are that. Like women are always like so much worse affected. And he literally was just like, no, they're not. I disagree. And the lecture just took it so bad. And like, and it wasn't just a lecture as well. A module had everyone in the audience would just join the lecture side and it was like a free-for-all you kind of all felt for sorry one. for that guy to be fair but like it was always like if you put your opinion out there that was kind of different like i remember oh do you remember in that lecture we had james um who was this guy like this isn't actually james this is a guy who was called james you know in that email um we'll just start we just referred to him as this james after that as like a piss tick but anyway um this was a, he so, had like found a story about some. No, it wasn't even that. It was basically the question in the module. What the teacher just asked. We we're talking about like sport and women and stuff. And yeah, the question was just the girl just goes, "Who here thinks that women are inferior sports wise than men?" Right. Now, 
he was the only one really that put his hand up and said, oh, I think women are inferior. Because he knew, that's the thing, if we were to put our hands up, we probably would have thought that. Yeah, but you wouldn't but say But you it. wouldn't put your hand up because you knew... Even if you did or didn't, like, it, you just agreed with him for yeah, ease of, like, whether you did or you not. you were going to face it the entire class. But we just, and, and he put his hand up and he just got cleaned for, like, the next, like, 15 minutes. I kind of felt quite sorry for him, but, like, it was kind of that, those modules were like that, but then you had philosophy. Like, do you remember first year philosophy? We had a guy literally talked about how it would be okay to eat babies <laughs> and, I like, that one. I, throw that, babies out windows. And we honestly, we had, a com- we had a discussion one day and it was basically about utilitarianism, which is the idea that <sighs> what matters is, like, from that here. no, it's, like, everybody's <laughs> overall happiness, right? And basically, the lecturer gave a scenario where it was, like, okay, if you were told to kill nine babies but t- would save 10 other babies, would you do it? And this guy's like, yeah, of course I would. And then he was like, you know, killing babies is actually not that bad because, like, if you kill a baby, you can then eat it, which benefits everyone because it helps food supply and the food chain and all sorts of Don't stuff. tell me. He'd say something like, you kill a baby, I wouldn't even remember it was alive or something like that. Uh, something probably did dodgy. as well. Like, but he also said, like, he was like, you know, it wouldn't really matter. You could just throw the baby out the window. Um, and kill it doesn't really matter. You might as well have some fun when you do it. No, and nobody said a word. Nobody batted an eyelid. Like everyone was like, "Okay, that's your opinion, fair enough." But then, like, in he the... said that in that gender module. Yeah. Forget about it. Oh. Been, you'd have been. Oh, you'd have been. Slower. You wouldn't have been welcome back in the class but, um, next week. No, no, no. But yeah, just different lectures at different sort of thresholds for like what they really wanted to be spoken or how they wanted things to be said and different things along those lines. And it just really sort of. Like, every lecturer wanted different marks and stuff, and it was just, but, I don't know, Um, before we finish, that's just me talking absolute drivel there for no reason, before we finish, do you have a particularly memorable or funny moment from Queen's that kind of, you know, made you be like, like, it was kind of like, you know, just stood out? Honestly, I'm struggling. Or a particular, <laughs> ca- or a particular character? I'm struggling. I do... I'll always remember, like, the, as we said at the start, about our very enthusiastic friend at the front who would always answer. Like, to be honest, as far as, for me anyway, memorable and fun characters of Queens are, it's almost void. It's just, yeah, it's one big desolate wasteland. It's almost... <laughs> The degree was very useful and it'll be very, it's a very great thing to have, but the grind is just yeah. desperate. <laughs> yeah, that is true. University's not easy, especially third year, and uh, especially when there's some. But the groups, like our friend group, it's like, yeah, it makes it so much easier. It almost, it almost makes it worth it. If yeah, it does, it does make it worth it. I don't know. Um, regarding stories, I'm just trying to think of various modules. Um, oh, we nearly didn't mention what he called the country guy. Oh yeah, the we had this see, guy. See, I thought about, I thought about. Yeah, yeah. this is the last before was, this. I was going to say about this guy. We had one memorable guy. I only guy, see him once, so. And basically, he the thickest like Fermanagh, Tyrone, whatever it was, country yeah. accent I'd ever heard in my life. And he used to just talk and talk and talk, like your man would talked about earlier, but like 
uh, like you couldn't make out a word he said and the lecturers could not make out a word he said and he used to be like uh hey boys so like you know uh like uh we basically there was a thing and we were talking about we're learning about hyperinflation right and basically if you do like whatever we do you know for a fact that like germany had a massive hyperinflation problem in the 30s you know it's the same as always like, goes back to anyone in the christian world knows god created the earth according to the bible in seven day or in six days rest in the seventh like it's that ingrained it's basic like and like basically this guy talked about our lecturer who was portuguese was talking about hyperinflation and this guy just stood up and he's like uh yeah, you know, uh, that kind of reminds me of, like, uh, you know, uh, Germany in the uh, 1930s, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, the, you know, what's that got to do with Hitler saving the, the Weimar and all that and hyperinflation? Lecturer just looked at him <laughs> looked at in him the like, most what? puzzled days I've ever and seen in like, my life. It was like a clash of cultures. So you have someone from Portuguese who, although they're an academic and very accomplished in their field, won't quite have probably had the exposure to that kind of accent. Oh no, he didn't. And have I know a clue my accent is on, like. pretty strong, but this was this accent was probably as as difficult as it gets for a Northern Irish accent. It was so oh, yeah. you know, but uh, you know, uh, hyperinflation and Germany and all that. And so he used I to stand just sitting like laughing. He used to stand what up. What the hell's going on here? We had another module, and basically the way our lecture had set it out was that. We all had a presentation. We all had to do the presentation different weeks. I, this was the one that you did. Yeah, and he thought this wasn't fair term, because, yeah. like, um, certain people, you know, basically had to do it earlier than others, right? And instead of just, you know, going up to our lecture at the end of the class and saying, uh, can I have a word with you? I don't think it's fair. Do you mind changing it? He just stood up in the middle of class and was like, yeah, uh, all right, uh, is there, you know, I just don't think uh, that's really, like, the first sort of way to do this thing. You know, uh, I think... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's kind of like, you know, unfair on the people who, you know, actually, you know, have to do it earlier. And I just think, you know, it's a bit unfair by, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, we got people doing it in week two and then people doing it in week 12 and they've other things to do. And is there nothing else you can do about it? And like the lecturer then tried to correct him and he was like, no, no, but you know, like, I know what you're trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. And all, even though he hadn't let the guy speak, so unless he was like telepathic or something, he's like, no, I know what you're trying to say, boy. I know what you're trying to say, boy. But I think, you know, maybe it's just a bit unfair. You know, uh, you could maybe change that up a wee bit. And basically went on at the lecture for the entire hour, no teaching whatsoever, and just eventually bullied the lecturer into changing it. And you're like, what on earth? It was just so, so strange. And he was just one of the biggest characters. And he always, every lecture, he always said, something and like he'd always refer to the lecturers by name which i found so funny like let's say like the lecturer's name was like mark he'd ask a question and if some instead of putting his hand up in a tutorial tutorial and being like hi uh yeah could you repeat that instead of just saying that he'd be like all right mark uh how you doing uh you wouldn't mind you know maybe repeating that wee question therefore so just didn't quite catch part b you know part a is all right but you know could you please tell me about part b and you know that weather's lovely outside but go ahead and you were just like what that was just so, so Mark, so, how's your Tinder going now? Yeah, oh, it was so, so funny. Like, um, but yeah, he was certainly a big personality. But yeah, I think um, I don't really have anything else pretty, really to say. Pretty poor on my part that I had to, I struggled to name. Oh, no, don't worry. It's very Fun easy to story. do. There wasn't a but lot like, of people, you know, memorable individuals. Of I'm very, note, very self-conscious fair, of going, of like kind of tiptoeing the line into bullying territory. Like, it would be a few, but, like, I don't want to be mean. No. <laughs> I don't want to be No, not thing. at all, no. We're just giving a non-biased sort of... Well, it is biased. It's our own opinion. But we're just kind of giving, like, an overview of, you know, certain individuals and people. So, yeah, I think uh, we'll probably leave it at that. Um, thank you for your time, Ross. Thank you. Um, and you're welcome. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure you'll be on again at some point. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, there will be more to come. 
you know, that's either a good thing if you liked it, or you're just being like, oh you're my like, God, oh, will he fuck. please fuck up? But Not they're going to be more to come again. regardless. Uh, so yeah, you're stuck with it. Um, thanks for listening, guys. All the best. All right, see you later.